This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. The Wine and She Show is a Metaverse and NFT discussion interview series brought to you by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and host Ben68 and more cheats. Warning, the information and opinions within are solely the views of the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. G'day and thanks for listening to or watching the Wine and Cheese in the Metaverse show. I'm Ben68 here with my co-host More Cheese for episode number 92, recording on Friday the 7th of July for Cheese, which is Saturday the 8th of July for me. What a mouthful. Today we talked about Upland-ish articles and we had an Uplando in the mix. Absolutely. Play to, game, play to earn gaming, play to game earning, whatever it is. It ain't dead, baby. It's just getting started. So sit down, shut up, and hang on for another roller coaster episode of... The Worst Doink Boink Ever. The Worst Intro Ever. Wine and cheese. Time for wine and cheese. Wine and cheese. Cheese in a Metaverses show. I'm more cheese here with my co-host uh, Ben. And we have a blando here on our 92nd episode. Episode 92. Don't throw a shoe. But if you have do. to throw a shoe, make make sure it's not a, a good shoe. No, because you might not get yes. it back. All right, we're gonna get straight into it this week because we got a <laughs> an absolute buttload of stuff to cover. And <laughs> how much is a buttload? Like, how much can you fit into your butt, Ben? Oh, I think that's subjective. <laughs> would... you, you should know your butt. What about you, at Blando? Well, I would say that it's experiential, so that's what that would be. What you yeah. can. So yes. some people are pucking up tight. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've told you my colonoscopy stories from in Japan, have I? That was a whole thing. Go ahead, share. In, in Japan, they don't knock you out for a colonoscopy. You're fully awake for it. And um, I, I kept saying to the, the doctor, oh, can you turn the TV around? I want to see what, what's happening. And and I was like, can you go back a bit? What's that? <laughs> and he's there looking at me like, what the hell is this guy? About? So <laughs> most people just roll over to the side and cry softly. No, <laughs> the scientist in me. I'm like, hey, what's that bit? That looks interesting. When they did a nasal endoscopy into my stomach, I was do. I did the same. Like you're sitting up, facing forward, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, that could make good content. I feel like for both of you, you could really have some, you know, one up his ass, one up my nose. Yeah. You could literally call that. It could be one up my ass, one up my nose. That could be the episode. <laughs> I think oh, what a start to the show. That. It's all, yeah. it's, it's it's all uphill from here. It's all uphill. 
All right. Now, I have to make a correction. Um, on the UDU podcast, I was kind of saying, why has Miles been a party pooper oh. for this whole light the fuse challenge? But oh, I, that's right. I read it a couple of times and read this again. Jeez, take that away. Or you got a mouthful of oats. <laughs> Attention. Attention. Oh, oh, I got it. Yeah. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Go for it. Ascension, calling up, calling all Uplanders. Mal has managed to scatter rockets across 10 different cities in Upland. We need your assistance in locating and neutralizing these rockets before they launch. So Miles isn't a party pooper. He's a freaking terrorist. He's a terrorist. <laughs> He's a terrorist. He's disguising rockets in amongst the 4th of July celebrations. And we got us. We got a, you know, Mission Impossible run around save the day. I almost just did the Mission Impossible. It ties in with the Tom Cruise, right? He's got the Mission Impossible 7 or 8 or 10 or whatever he's on right now. He's grappling down from the ceiling. Yeah. So the other night I thought, what the hell? I'll give it a shot. And guess what I got myself? I got myself first up. I got one of these gold. I got one of these gold ones. You well, well. 50 I want, entries. I want a pickle. Yeah. I mean, right. yes. Well, I, I got the pop-up this? thing. Can I still yeah, do this? Um, I think it ends, like, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's past us. I think it's right. Friday, 9 a.m. PT, yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. well. <laughs> Your so dreams isn't a party pooper. He's a terrorist. Yeah. Pickle dreams are over. Cheese, you're going to have to get one on the secondary. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy one on the secondary. You know where you could find one? Uh, oh, yeah. I just happen to, I happen to know a place over in Fresno, California, where you can get block explorers. That's right, people. Just type in H&M over in Fresno, California. Get yourself over there. Get yourself a great deal on a block explorer. Ben, back to you. <laughs> Absolutely. And if, if you can't get one over there, you can head to Midtown Terrace. I don't know the address. It's in Midtown Terrace. <laughs> Spam show. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, now I don't remember what I've put together here, but there's quite a list of stuff, so we'll go through. Um, oh yes, uh, so we did have congratulations again to Howard Beach who took out the June neighborhood uh, collections, and now it looks like it's going to be a battle between Century City and Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Midtown Terrace, Midtown Terrace is going to drop off a cliff because we kind of just did that short-term thing. I expect we would probably drop down into the top ten somewhere. But look, there's a few. Um, Few creeping up here. I'm seeing uh, Novex's handsome, handsome dam. That dam project that's coming up. Bronxdale's in the mix. 20, 20 the spot. So yeah. You know, I just want to point out that I'm so I'm impressed by the uh, the longevity of Manhattan for Hell's Kitchen. They were also in the running with another area. Wasn't it? Uh, they secured last month in Chelsea, I believe. Yeah, in Chelsea. Oh, so the previous so, month. Yeah, so still strong, strong uh, attendee and showing up for Manhattan, which I think is pretty cool. Well, they have a significant advantage. Like I, I whinged about this yesterday somewhere in Upland in one of the channels that it's just does my head in that Upland has crippled, you know, the people that are the most engaged, who have been the most engaged for the longest period of time with Spark Development. They're absolutely crippled by this whole system they're set up because we can't put up new buildings in Midtown Terrace. We're, we're stacked as much as we can. The only way we can play with that metric is to demolish things and put it back up again. That's freaking just straight up dumb. 
I see what you're saying. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does require that you build, right? That's one of the yeah. metrics, the big metric. Uh, yeah, that's under that's understandable. I can I can see what you're saying there. So, yeah, let's hope that we can send something up the flagpole and they'll acknowledge it and MTU for the win. Yes, no, they definitely won't. But um, yeah, there's people <laughs> people that are gaming the system as far as the sales stats and all of that as well. Um, but the the Manhattan team, they're a solid team. That they're just like banging them out one after the other. Hell's Kitchen won't be the last. They'll move on to the next one. They're just rolling, rolling, rolling. So good on to them. They've worked out a system and they're running with it. So I don't know. What do you think, Cheese? You've been very quiet there about your whole Bronx style. You got secret plans of brewing? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I just can't wait to get my freaking um, factory so I can start making some more cheese pixel stuff. Because, like, I'm so scared that people are going to be having the same ideas as me. Like, this, it's not fair to keep waiting and waiting, you know? That's going to happen regardless. Yeah. I know. I guess it's going to happen regardless. But, like, the sooner I can get out there, the sooner I can claim it. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Orlando. It's a warranted, ang- almost like anxiety or, or fear that you would have, right? Is that somebody would jump on top of something that you've already had in your mind. We saw this in the speedways early on for the contest at MTU. It happened. But what I liked about that is that the community spoke and, and that was a, you know, uh, averted. That didn't happen. So I get what you're saying. I I, too, have things that are ready you know hurry up and wait scenarios so i feel you i feel you there yes now that reminds me of the thing speaking of midtown terrors block explorer shop in midtown terrace finsky sent me a dm through the week and he's like check this shit out so i don't know it must have been six or eight months ago maybe more finsky we swapped a property an apartment building in midtown terrace he took ownership of the apartment building because he wanted to run a block explorer shop so mm-hmm. he applied did all the artwork, did all of that stuff. Um, got no answer for ages. He, I believe he asked one of the CMs as a follow-up and they said, oh, no, it looks like yours isn't going to be approved because of whatever reasons. And Finsky said, oh, well, whatever. So we swapped the property back. And then yada, 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 several months later, I apply for a Block Explorer shop at the same, with the same address. Um, that comes through. And then Finsky's just got the message, you're uh, – your MetaVenture application has been approved. Oh my like, God. <laughs> I had no idea that, that you, when I said that for my Block Explorer plug, that you had now two Block Explorer shops. Over- no, we don't. Oh, we you don't. don't. <laughs> because Finsky applied for the address. He, he was he was told that it's not going to go through. So he swapped that back to me. And then months later, I applied. And then mine was approved and then yada, yada, yada. His has been approved, but he doesn't even own the property anymore. It's Midtown Terrace. It's 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 just a comedy of fuck-ups. So, he, yeah, he's going to have to change the address. Well, it's just not going to work. It's just because he'll have to reapply. It's just bonkers. Well, he has to reapply anyway. Mm. So it's just so absolutely So he could bonkers. say, hey, it's been a year. My address has moved to this. Like, at least he was was notified. Like, I didn't even know about my factory being approved until I, I contacted a CM. They told me to contact customer support. Customer support said they have no idea. Contacted a CM again. They contacted someone else. And then they said, oh, yeah, yours was approved like a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, the, you know, the MetaVentures things has been a very hot debated topic. It's been a topic ongoing. 
And to to it, I would say that I think that there will ultimately be a some type of of uh, addressing it. So I know that you've heard this a thousand times before. Hang in there, people. I do think it will come full circle and ducks will get in a row. I, I do believe that uh, I may be I'm, you know, for me to be an optimist on this is crazy because I am complete opposite. You know, I'm glass half empty kind of person. So but anyway, I'm not a skeptic. I'm a realist. Um, yeah. I'm mostly optimist, optimistic. But at the same time, I have a business to run like i want to i want to make that that upex you know um i want to put my ideas forth like i'm ready i have all of my stuff to submit you know fair enough yes fair enough just at least let me know i'm in (laughs) you know right you have my email yes not knowing is the worst for sure all right, now, Cheese, we, we've been talking about that whole thing where, um, you know, is Upland on board with AI? Did that thing that we read that seemed like they were poo-pooing the idea? Wait, what am I doing here? <laughs> what what the hell doing? did I just do? You well, you shared. Twitter. Yeah. Am I still on Twitter. share? Yeah, you yeah. still are. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I've done, but I've lost. Let me see. We see the uh, the Dirk Upland tweet where he's... Uh, ah, there we go. Yeah. All right, yes, so... Does appear that they they are on board because read that. Well, yeah, yeah, it says uh, Uplander co-founder and co-CEO Dirk Lewis, uh, Doctor Dirk Lewis. They they got it wrong. Uh, shared some exciting insights at WAIC twenty twenty three. Dirk Lewis recently took the stage at the World Artificial Intelligence Conference in Shanghai, shedding light on how AI will accelerate the rapid growth of the open metaverse ai metaverse i don't know if that's pertaining to what upland metaverse or the ai metaverse or all metaverses what is your thoughts there chasels well our thoughts were during one of the amas he said they wanted nothing to do with ai (laughs) and now they're talking he's talking about ai all the time it may have been a misunderstanding but I don't think it was. I think it was just a mis misspoken word. Um, mm. It is good that they are actually talking about AI on a regular basis now because it is going to be something that accelerates the rapid growth. Uh, conference in Shanghai. I mean, chi- China is one of the biggest techn- technology giants. And I can't wait to see what the hell they do because that's going to be crazy. I would love to have, you know, like a place like, like, like uh, China up next as well, even though, you know, I guess that's another conversation with the the communism stuff, but I don't know. Well, there's no way that Dirk went there just for this conference. So I can imagine he would have had several meetings lined up. So well, and we know that there's several Chinese cities have spent, you know, buttloads oh, yeah. again, buttloads of cash. We've covered heaps of those articles, like spending tens of billions setting up various metaverse projects. So, yes, um, I, I think AI is going to be the blood in the veins of the metaverse. It's going to be as simple as that. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah to definitely. see that they they are actually officially on board. Yeah, that's that's good to see because we've been kind of going back and backwards and forwards with that whole thing for several weeks now. So, 
it's good to get a wrap up on that. All right, moving on. Now, up Lando, this is something that's kind of good that you're in today because this is something <laughs> that kicked off on the um, oh. podcast last week oh. and it got followed up in the MBE channel. Now, I kind of half translated the thing while I was going to bed and I woke up and said, Myra, did I translate this right? And she's like, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. But then I thought, oh, duh, you just use Google Translate. So, yes, there does appear to be a tool that people are using to assist them with treasure hunting. Yeah, it does seem to be that I, I I had seen this is not the only tool I've seen multiple what will be browse browser ad uh, add ons or otherwise you log into these websites. This one is pretty elaborate. So if you want to go through it, I, I did I did bring it more out in the open and somebody was wanting me to clarify it. Look, I can't see why or where there would be trouble with this. Me pointing it out. I mean, it is what it yeah. is. It's there, Ben. So, yeah, have at it. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're, we're trying to point it out, not not as a fact that, like, hey, go and use this. It's like, um, Upland, hello, let's look at this. It's probably something you should be mindful of. Yeah. So, um, And, you know, they could kill this website. There's probably another 10 that are going to pop up just like it. So yeah. what does it actually do? Well, you've got to log in with it. There's a, you've got to play around with some code. You get a code that gives you access to this thing. And where is it? It gives you, it's kind of a weird system. Like it tells you the basic direction of where the treasure is. It's, it's not. Wow. Yeah. It's not completely like accurate, but it, it, it is a significant advantage. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Now this makes me wonder though, have the developers, whoever put this together, have they kind of gamed it? So it's not, you know, if, if, if they're able to put this together, they must know where the treasure is. Right, so they've probably got their own thing where it's where it just shows the treasure address, and then they've is, just put this as a kind of a gamification of that. Is there a paywall to this, Ben? Is it cost to do this? What's the story on that? No, when, when I read token, I thought, oh, hang on, you've got to, you'll have to pay it. But I had a bit of a play around last night. I wasn't able to do it. Maybe my version of Google isn't the same as the instructions. It doesn't appear to be. It's just like you, you know, you just get this bit of code and you punch it in and. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not putting this here as a, hey, go and do this. But, yeah, it's just so that people people who are treasure hunters that are investing time and money and resources and whatever, this is mm-hmm. what you're up against. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's more just to kind of um, put a bow tie on that whole conversation. So, yes. Yeah. Thanks for looking into it. Yeah. But there, there have been rumors of this kind of situation since treasure hunting first get, got kicked off. So, yeah. So it, it is definitely out there confirmed as of now. And thanks for kind of bringing that up. up Linda, it, it, yeah, it, it felt like it's a, it was a rumor until now. Everybody's like, well, show us the proof of the aliens. And I'm like, oh, here's a picture. No, here's the entire program of the aliens like this. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. You can't hide this one. It's out. So Bob's your uncle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is that's from a Japanese developer, too. So. Mm. interesting but i like i said this this there's no way that this is the only one out there there's plenty of smart api coders out there this would not be the only one yeah no way no how all right moving on is there a way do you think i'm sorry real quick do you think there's a way that they they can trace or track third-party add-ons tools to your upland like through api like just to just to kind of mm-hmm. like that would be a great um 
freaking deterrent like a wait wait wait, wait. Okay, my thoughts that would be a great something for for programmers to look into trying to find third party tools in the api or or somehow that are using like cheating cheating programs Mm. Yeah, Upland used to run a bug bounty program where you could get paid a little bit of UPEX for finding bugs and that this, that, and the other thing. Um, Upland, I believe they can turn off API access to various websites, but if they do that, it's just going to, they'll just create a new website. So, yeah, I think that's kind of, I was very reluctant to play with that whole token, you know, paste the code over and use this system because, yeah, if, if those accounts getting tracked somehow then you're just going to end up in jail yeah they need to get tracked and they need to go to jail shame shame Shame. yeah it's a good point cheese yeah if if they if you're a smart coder well yeah be a what what do they call them a white hat coder or something like that a white white hacker or something yeah yeah i think that's right yeah yes so be proactive about helping the community because it's it is it sucks basically sucks all right yes now i did put this out through the week we've been going backwards and forwards with logo for the metaverse ventures alliance and i was just like oh, i gotta stop wasting weeks trying to fucking decide on colors so this is it i love it this is- i like it yes. so much yeah i love it it reminds me of the movie ai when they actually going across the bridge uh also when they talk about the moon coming up when teddy uh is talking about when they see the moon that grabs all of the ai that are rogue, but it, I, I love the feel of it. It's got a little Blade Runner in it. Uh, yeah, I, I dig this. Yeah, we went for the kind of it's keeping in tradition with the the latest evolution of the Udu colors. It kind of has a bit of evilness to it. And, you know, with what we're setting up with a few other things that this kind of color made sense. Yeah, I, I like the blue. I, I even like the purples and the greens. But I hate the purple. But I was I was thinking I keep forgetting. So I'll say it here. Uh, do you mind having a play with the text? Because I have this this Orbitron that I use for the um, banner and the uh, pamphlets in Genesis Week, just to see how it would look on this. The yeah. I can't I can't remember words today. What is it called? The words, the letters, the font. Font. Thank oh, you, yeah. Blando. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for today. I'm here to supporting cast. <laughs> yeah, that the outer font, I could play with that. The inner font, I kind of like the way that the M and the A angle into each other. But yeah, if you send me a font that you want me to play with, I can do that. Right. I also like the giant meteorites and planets that are ominously hovering above uh, the area as if they're on their way. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. That'll, good stuff. That'll... That'll come into play with a few different things oh, we got up on the back end. Oh. So yes, um, I currently have, uh, I believe it's Laban and Shaq over there testing out some of the, um, the onboarding stuff. It's a bit of a mess at the moment. It's only bare skeleton, but yeah, that's it is on the way. So that that'll amalgamate a whole bunch of our different projects and servers and everything all into the one. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. Yeah, if you're on Twitter, go like this. You should go like it. You should immediately do it and follow. Yes. Um, that's not what I wanted. Where are I? Oh, yes, it is. Yes. All right. Moving on. 
Now, this is another article that came up through the week. I'll just get rid of that one. Upland and EOS system dominate the EOS ecosystem Q2 report. Now, this is interesting. Wow. Um, take that away, Chase. Me. Okay. The EOS ecosystem <laughs> report by Masari reveals the notable impact of Upland and the EOS system in the second quarter of 2023. Upland, an engaging virtual property game, dominated the ecosystem with an impressive 74% market what? share. Wow. Is that healthy for one project? Yeah. You know what? Let me say something real quick about that. Yep. If you look at WAX right now, the dominating WAX uh, oh, company or organization is Funko. But Funko makes up more than 80% of all really? the current. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Funko is the uh it's got the most movement on there right so very interesting well yes, we'll so. see a new person coming up a new thing coming up soon because i know avalon the druids have been talking to eo that's right oh interesting <laughs> yes bloody joe <laughs> and rob they've I'm, I'm responsible for some of that boost in the funko sales joe and rob have <laughs> fomo into a bunch of projects Oh, you real quick if you do have a avalon the druids pass any kind emerald gold silver whatever ah. they're having a free weekend this weekend uh-huh. yeah i've got that you, you you you've screwed me i've got that at the end for the wrap. oh sorry sorry okay sorry <laughs> i got a whole i got a whole system here lined up and we're gonna end up uh, on that give me a heads up buddy there's no editing we people. Don't, we don't run forget, like that. Forget what I said. We'll get to you later. Put a pin in it. Say anything. <laughs> yes. These are not the Avalon Druids you're looking for. No. <laughs> so it says here, meanwhile, the EOS system contract group responsible for essential functions like delegation and resource management garnered nearly 4,000 daily active users compared to Upland's 21,000 daily active addresses. Uh, together, Upland and the EOS system command an average market share of 86% showcasing their substantial influence within the EOS system. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm, so still mad at Wombat. The... I'm still mad at Wombat. They did oh, you they, dirty. They did do you dirty. Yes. What What happened with the Wombat? I, well, I think I told you, like, I was talking to the CEO. Like, this oh. was early, early days. Um, I saw TD was on it and a few other people. And I was like, you know, these, these um, projects are in the same rank as mine or even you know lower than me like i have a good standing i have a good customer base and this isn't that so i i emailed them and he got back to me and he's like oh yeah we want to put you in yada yada fill out this form i filled out the form and he says okay you're you're coming up next season everything looks great and then i'm ghosted i was ghosted Wow. Ghosting is for little bitches. Little bitches. Little tiny bitches. That's what ghosting's for. <laughs> and man-childs and crybabies. Crybabies. You know, I was on Twitter just now and I was rolling through and liking MBE stuff. And so this has no, in no way, shape or form to the correlation, anything we were just talking about. But my God, cheese, that Taylor Swift image that you did, that artwork is super spot on. And Taylor is in Kansas City, Missouri tonight. She's going to be performing out at Arrowhead. So there ought to be 70,000. You know, if you if you go to Arrowhead, we've been recorded as the loudest uh, NFL stadium uh, in the whole in the leagues. But I mean, tonight, if you can imagine, probably from 10 to 35 year old 
screaming voices at the top of their lungs may set a new record for loud. So it ought to be interesting. Well, Goldie will be there. <laughs> <Ben>. <laughs> <That sounds horrendous. laughs> Goldie will be there with his, his light. Yeah, the Swifties, the Swifties <laughs> will be out. Yeah. Sorry, Ben. Continue on. I won't pain your ears anymore. Oh, good. Yes. Now, one of the things that the community picked up on through the week with this article, and the Fudsters had a field day with this. Mm. Chase, you got to take that away. All right. The data suggests that Upland's popularity, popularity primarily stems from its existing user base. Okay, so the Fudsters, they angled into this as, yes, Upland is just milking the existing user base for all it's worth, you know. And well, I think it might have been the Turbo or somebody, I think it was the Turbo in in, in response to this article and some of the FUD that kicked off. He's like, so you're meaning to tell me that there's not much growth in a in a bear market? That kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's the committed people who keep building that are keeping it ticking along. Yeah, that all checks out. Yeah, I mean, what isn't this every company on the face of the planet, right? If you're Samsung, <laughs> if you're Apple, I mean, how do they how do they compartmentalize it to just this? It is you are I can't understand it. And again, you're supporting that which you are involved with. Why is it such some kind of tick that people have? to go on and to use a, uh, since we're in the MVE, to use, to shit on that which you have put time, effort, money, friendship, community into, I just don't get it. And it's something that still to this very day baffles me. But again, this is just logical to me. And you grow as you grow and there will be spurts and times of growth, pullback, pop up, that types of thing. So yeah. yeah, and it's addressed in the next two sentences. However, it is still responsible for a significant portion of newly created addresses. The decline in average daily new addresses impacts all contract groups across quarters. Yeah. 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 Well, you know you know what it is. It's the Faruka Saul from Willy Wonka. I don't care <laughs> how I want it now. And if they can't get yeah. it now, or if they, they mess up too much where they get banned, then... Yes. They have to take everybody down with them. Yeah, Is Daddy, I want new users in Upland now, Daddy. But the funny, <laughs> the funny thing is that you go to these fudders, you know, um, discords and 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 twitters, and they have almost no likes on their stuff. Like, like you had a great a great phrase for it, Uplando, the echo chamber. Mm, yeah. they're they're posting these things and it's just bouncing off of themselves if you notice there's only if they're lucky they get a comment yeah, yeah and then, oh, <laughs> go ahead ben. i was just going to say and that echo chamber creates a fudnado and these people just get themselves in a panic oh i gotta sell i gotta sell before it all crashes and dies doom and gloom yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody's nobody's commenting on it ben yeah, they're commenting themselves. They'll post yeah. and then they comment to themselves. I mean, yeah. that that has to be apparent. But I don't know. I wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the height of the bear market, it says here Upland. Um, I'll skip that bit. Upland shows promising growth rates with 52 new addresses per day, respectively. Compare that to Sandbox and Decentraland's. What have they got? 30 a freaking, what was it? 30 daily active users a week or something, Cheese, we were covering? Or was it a month or something stupid? Yeah, so, yes, 20. I, I think it was if, 20. If, yeah, if, if we're kicking along with 52 new users every day, 
in you know at the height of a bear market i think we're not doing that that bad yeah that's really good blah 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 blah. all right now another (laughs) article that kicked off which um here we go look at this one a leap of faith from politics to upland a busy world of web3 blockchain and metaverse what's this about this is all about um danny brown wolf so there's an article came through the week and this is such an intense look from her (laughs) it's almost like a mona lisa like you don't know if she's happy or or mad or like go on try it go on yeah go on try it you know and it looks like in this that whoever did this uh interview you know they do they bring a photographer along right so Mm. they are they are you know they put you in these scenarios and they take X amount of pictures and then they pick one, right? So you're kind of at the you're kind of at the will of the photo no, uh, of the photographer. Not a bad, it's not a bad photograph. No, I think it's great. Yes, it's actually pretty powerful because you can't tell. It's like it's a very intense look, yes. and you can't tell like where she's at. I don't know. I don't, I like I, it. I, yeah, it's good. I would like to put the comma here. Can you yeah. see where my cursor is? I read it with yeah. the comma there. <laughs> Wolf of Wolf Upland. Of Upland. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's how I choose to read it. So yes, um, um, yeah. So yeah, this this goes into all the background. Um, it's a pretty good, interesting article, actually. I read through this myself. I cheated, cheese. I read you through cheater, it prior cheater. to the show. I read so, it as yeah, well. Click the link in the description and follow up on that. So yeah, it it goes on all about it. How she got into Upland. It's kind of interesting story. How she was hit. Pretty much headhunted by Dirk and Edan. I'm still and... waiting for my breakfast, though. <laughs> but that's another story. Yes, we'll, we'll leave that, that one alone. Hard. We'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Shots yeah, fired. So... Shots fired. <laughs> um, yeah, here we go. When I heard Upland, I thought it was a web free gaming, but the recruiter pestered me until I met Dirk and Edan and heard their vision. Then the penny dropped. I realized Upland was an economic platform. It may have started as a game, and there there are gamification elements, but the real value proposition is in the economy of Upland. Interesting. Nice. So, yeah, goes on to talk, talk about user-generated content and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it is uh, quite a, a reasonably lengthy article, so I would advise to click that link in the description and go and check it out. So... It's always nice to see, um, you know, some of the people that are heavily involved in, you know, pointing upland where it's going to go in the direction it's going to go. It's good to get an insight into who they are, what they're about. Yeah. Because it can kind of give you some perspective on where you yourself might be headed, dragged, however dragged. you want to it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good All one. right, that's... That's all of the uplandy stuff that I've got to cover this week. Unless there's anything you guys want to kick off on, cheese. You got anything upland? No. I do. I have a yeah. little something. If you guys don't mind. Uh, so I was recently watching this. This was a post uh, that had gone out yesterday, I believe. But uh, one of our hackathon winners is uh, Ladies Meta Soccer. You guys familiar with Ladies Meta Soccer? Yes, yes, we are. It's our friend Shacklin over there, uh, along with uh, Sunny Minded, whom I, I both of them amazing and have had the opportunity to work with both Sunny and Shacklin. And uh, they've got a giveaway coming up. It's on Twitter. You just got to comment. You know, you do the like. Uh, then there's there's a Bellarose property, some FIFA's mementos. There's some essentials. That contest is ongoing. It's over there on Twitter. If you haven't gone and checked it out. Please do, because that is a great 
a great group that actually presented and have worked on this. And now they're in the stages where they're getting ready. There we go. Check it out. There you have it. They had the uh, demo up. You could play the demo. I yeah. won every single match. Have you? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a force. I have a, I have a tactic. I have you, a tactic. you have a tactic. <laughs> Well, there you go. This is it's good. It's fun. It's a uh, low barrier of entry. To, look at that. <laughs> you suck, Ben. That's good. Are you guys playing each other? You're not playing each other, are you? you guys no, are playing? no, oh, okay. I'm not Sweden. You know, I check check out the ad space uh, there. Ah! I'm sure that they would love to hear from you if you want to uh, populate one of those ad spaces. Definitely reach out on the Upland Discord or in Twitter. Get yourself and entered to win, and they uh, will get over. be a oh, lady soccer in Bronxdale. Oh, hey! All right, all right, very cool. Oh, yes. Now, have you been collecting your free Formula One NFTs from the McLaren Formula One team? It's that bug no. time for me. <laughs> uh, no, how do you do this? What are you talking about? What's going on? I've been spreaking this for ages. So all you have to do is get yourself on over to collectibles.mclaren.com. Um, you can sign up with your Google account, and it's very easy. Clickety-click, it automatically creates a Tezos wallet for you, and you can get them for free. I've got all of them so far. They look pretty good to me. Um, this morning, I collected my Great Britain one. So we're at Silverstone this week, this weekend. So, yes. Tezos. Tezos. Is there, is there any on the left? Tezos blockchain? Yeah, it's um they they are available to mint for as long as the race weekend goes. So I believe oh, it's put, only... the, put the link in the comment section here so I could check it out. Um, all right. So yes, make sure you get over there and get those because they're free. And if you collect free. a bunch of them, you can get <laughs> um you can get into the entry for free prizes. You know they're gonna send you to a race meeting and all sorts of stuff so yes geez you almost had me singing tom petty's free fall and just uh, i couldn't almost help myself but I'm free 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 falling no that's not how you sing it it's um free balling <laughs> okay hello oh, that's how Jesus. we used to sing it yeah well i'm free balling i can't free ball I don't know. You got some of the biggest balls I've ever seen. Hey, hey. hello, hello. I like that. You don't, you Thanks, Ben. You don't fuck around and find out. You just <laughs> fucking get the yeah. knife out and stab a motherfucker. <laughs> it's, good. it's that time of the show, the folks. I've been on the receiving end of a few myself, so. <laughs> as I'm sure Uplander has. Oh, you know, you can get you can get stabbed. You don't watch your walk. You get stabbed. A stab from cheese is like a souvenir of our That's friendship. Right. Yeah, you show those wounds. You're like, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> yes. It's one of the reasons I love my in real life job is the brutal, brutal honesty of children. And yes, <laughs> cheese definitely carries that over as well with our awesome. interactions. And it I love is it. muchly appreciated. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. Who the hell's got time for fluff? I certainly don't. Exactly. Oh, I can sign in with my Google. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That's the way you do it. Try not to get too distracted here because this one is a, this next article is a doozy. I haven't read anything except the headline. Capture. Have I built up enough suspense? Yeah, and we're dying. I don't know what's going on here. What's the reveal? Reveal. <laughs> I'm not going to. 
Oh, hang on. Yeah, all right. An oral history of how David Bowie created the metaverse more than 20 years ago. What? Bowie wow. space. Wait, that was Blight of the Concord. Oh, yeah. Bowie you mix space. Oh, my God. <laughs> before Horizon Worlds, before Decentraland, and before even Second Life, there was Bowie World, David Bowie's quirky online universe. Is it still huh. up? I want to go. I got no idea. No idea. I read the headline and I thought that's something that would be perfect for the Wine and Cheese Show. Yeah. So, yes. Hmm. Long before Mark Puckerberg was <laughs> staring at you cre- creepily from a virtual Paris. <laughs> and in time, and in a time when Fortnite wasn't even a formative thought, David Bowie was blazing a trail towards the future of the metaverse. Bowie Net and Bowie World were an ahead of their time set of projects that saw what the internet could be long before the current push of making avatars part of our lives and integrating online fan clubs into a world of celebrity. While BowieNet, the internet service provider, the musician help launched has disappeared. Ah, there you go, Chase. As have most dial-up ISPs. Bowie World, the 3D virtual world where fans would gather to explore, talk with each other, and often unknowingly chat with Bowie. That's cool. Wow. (laughs) An online relic, relic that has defied the march of time. That's cool. Yeah. So he would jump in every now and then. Oh, is that it? Oh, no. Here we go. Well, hey. Oh, it is. That's all it is. What? <laughs> well, I'm sure oh, you can find it if you go out to the YouTubes and type in the Bowie, you know, experience. You can find it or whatever. Sure. Somebody's yeah. probably kept oh, Wayback Machine may have it. Wayback yes. Machine. I agreed. Oh. Maybe it's behind the paywall. Uh, time to squ- I'm time to squirrel you, Ben. Yeah, you're right. Go for it. Um, that was fizzled in the end. Yep. I got my Great Bit Britain uh, collectible, and yeah. I actually have two of 23 of the Saudi Arabia. Yes. Yeah, there is a there is a um, Tezos marketplace where you can buy the ones you're missing if you so choose. They are very, very cheap, but yeah, I'd say just keep... I'll try to remind you. I'll throw a shoe at you. All right. Every race weekend, but yes, they are free. And yes. Oh, speaking of old mate Puckerberg. That Uh-oh. used to be your friend. I'm used just to. saying. He was the cuck, then he was me best mate, and now he's Puckerberg. We've been on quite the roller coaster. Yeah. Um, so he, we know old mate was all on board with the metaverse, and then he kind of what's that meme where the guy's turning around checking out the the new oh ones? yeah the girl yeah he's he's got his eye on the AI he's chasing that now well it appears that he's 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 a bit of a fickle old beast this one he's got his eye on something else now any ideas what that might be cheese has this been on your radar yet he's he's looking at something else other than AI um he's chasing something else yeah. I'm su- I, I'm assuming that it was something that the Winklevoss brothers came up with, and now he's interested in it. Bum, 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 <laughs> bum. Got's fired again. It says Mark Kuckerberg, the Puckerberg, is replacing oh. the metaverse with his Twitter. Oh yeah, I even put this the on Twitter. Did you? Oh yes. Yeah. The Fediverse. Fediverse. What the hell is the Fediverse? I haven't read yes, anything but the head. Fediverse. Now, here's the thing with threads. I looked into it a bit, and it's a forever thing. 
uh, you could close your account, but it's always on there and it's connected to your Instagram. So if you ever want to cancel your threads, you are also canceling your Instagram. So if you spend Ooh. a lot of work on it, your Instagram and whatnot, I wouldn't try it. But if, if you're new to Instagram and you don't care, then give it a try, see what it's about and let us know. So would that mean it's kind of like Twitter where, you know, we have all these people that put these tweets out and then they delete them. But if they were to delete it, they'd delete their account. If they delete um, the individual text, like the thing. I think cause... they could delete the individual text. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this is just their attempt at being Twitter on on Instagram. That's what they're trying to do because he and uh elon are in this you know they're in this back and forth you know verbal hey let's go and do a fight like mma cage match right there it says that they they oh they backed out of the mma cage fight okay <laughs> he's a, oh, a he's a good fighter zuck uh, yeah he, i, he I won championships i think that he would definitely oh, take he would. oh yeah he, he would take him down yeah this is this is harken back to say like uh uh when uh, singer from Motley Crue, Vince Neil challenged Axl Rose to a fight. Remember, that's kind of how it feels like. Uh, yeah. So they they put it out there. So very interesting. Well, the whole reason why this is happening is because Elon put a tweet limit. Yeah. Um, and it's it's basically what, reading them as well. Like you can only do 600 a day or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that's only if you're like with a check. I think it's even less without a check. You know, this have have you seen the latest Black Mirror episodes? They have I them just jumbled. Started. They have them jumbled so everybody sees them differently. Oh, well, there's yeah. one that kind of addresses some of the social media things. I won't let the cow out of the bag, but uh, yeah, Ben, I'm sorry to take us off into the wild beyonder on that, but your <laughs> no, thoughts right. on this, where he's headed with this? I mean, is it is it just that there he's reaching, he's grasping for straws at something to hit that he needs another fix yeah. to get his Facebook win? He needs another Facebook win to to reinvigorate his, well, you know, his validity here. I see yeah. that it's a great opportunity. Like when you see somebody injured. And you see an opportunity, especially in the corporate world, you're going to take you're like, oh, this is that's that's like a, a door knocking. You know, he saw that opportunity and he's going to try to seize on it. So, I mean, it's definitely a good angle for him to get in on and like to kind of force Elon into thinking, you know, hey, maybe I shouldn't mess with uh, how many tweets people could read a day. Yeah, I, it I does. Mean, I, Sorry. Why? No, 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 I was going to say I, I Twitter every night. It's 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 my wind down. Ask ask yeah. up Lando and Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter time <laughs> with cheese, yes. Yeah, I mean, I think it was X1 put some kind of tweet out through the week and I replied to that where it's 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 very easy to start new things. That's the sexy thing to do. It's it takes hard work to finish things off. It seems like they're just chasing all the latest stuff. Um you know, they got plenty of money, so I'm sure he can put systems in place that those things can get wrapped up. But, you know, first it was the metaverse, and then it was the AI, and now it's this freaking Fediverse. Who knows? Fediverse sounds like a rapper's name. Well, it sounds, yeah. like, sounds like some bloody government thing. Fediverse? 
Oh, like the feds. Come into the, the feds. We're going to uh, come into the Fediverse and we're going to track you and freaking. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Another, I mean, it sounds another... shit, the name. He's yeah. always got the worst names for stuff. Look at do... Vampire Tooth. Yeah, exactly. I do also like the, uh, the Lego uh, hair that he has snapped on to his head. I do appreciate that. <laughs> yes. He wants yes. to suck your internet information. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, let me take your data. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, that's where he's headed. Now, um, old mates in that. India, they're, they're headed somewhere different. PNB, which I believe is the Punjab National Bank or something like that. Yeah, Punjab National Bank hmm. launches its virtual branch in the metaverse. The bank's oh. metaverse branch will enable users to get exclusive access to its virtual environment from the comfort of their home or office through their mobile phones or laptops. Uh, in laptops, I don't know what it's like in the states. Um, banks just aren't a thing here anymore. There's no such thing as going to the bank. I mean, oh there's, no, there's yeah, we have them bank drive-throughs. Yeah, we still have banks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they are here, but I, I can't tell you the last time I went into a bank. Um, it's rare. Like, if I went to go get my edibles, like, we have, you have to, uh, you need cash. You don't do credit card with that. So, like, yeah. there's certain instances that would require a bank visit nowadays. But, um, like, th- this is in, in India, right? So, like, yes. India and China are two of the biggest uh, metaverse users. Yep. And so, like, they're huge. So this makes sense. But I, I'm really dying to know where this is going to be. Do they have their own metaverse? Or are they going to go into which metaverse? Yeah, it says the bank's metaverse branch. And you and I have been talking for ages where probably the vast majority of metaverse daily active users are going to be from boring bureaucracy type stuff like logistical type stuff this is an example of that i think well let's, so see. let's see what it says um state-owned punjab state-owned punjab national bank which is interesting on thursday launched a virtual branch pmb metaverse the virtual branch of the bank will deliver a unique experience of banking to existing and new customers who can now explore the bank's products and services such as bank deposits retail msme loans digital products yada 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 blah 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 PMB has developed the bank's metaverse branch. Yep. So it seems like they got their own one where its customers will get exclusive access to its virtual environment. I mean, for something like a bank, that makes sense with the security aspect that have to kind of do their own thing. Yeah. But it doesn't stop them from putting like links and, and outposts yeah. in other metaverses. Ha, ha, ha. Dev shops. Yes, absolutely. Shops. Yeah. I mean, so if you're, if you tr- go ahead, Ben. No, you're right. Finish your thought. I was going to say, if you're trying to get people interested in one of the things when you deal with accounting and things of this nature that some people feel, not that it is, but the feel has a more boring element to it or is laborious to it. You know, why not gamify the experience? And if you save so much, get an NFT, right? Like in gross, get involved with your demographic or the demographic you're going after and make the learning kind of a fun thing so you understand banking more, you get a little bit more acclimated to it. I think it's cool. 
Yep, that's exactly the angle we've been speaking for a long time. It's it's going to be like this kind of boring day-to-day -day stuff. Um, yeah, so the bank's going to offer an immersive 3D experience. I mean, all the banking I do now is online banking. If I have to do any sort of stuff, it's you ring up and you do a call center. There's You interact with like call center bots, you know. If you want this, press two and you go to this kind of thing. That's all going to be transformed by AI systems. Um, I think that coupled with, you know, metaverse experiences and like you say, rewards and this, that, and the other, it, that's, it's all where all of this kind of stuff is headed. Yeah. As long as it doesn't go down the path of the fifth element, when you do something wrong and the guns come out and please step behind the white line, yes. you know, that would be, yeah, could well, you that... go ahead, yep. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, sorry. Well, I was just going to say that it speaks to the whole Chinese thing with the credit scores and sorry, you, you can't um, get on this airplane because you have your bad social credit score. And yeah. It. Yeah. Could you scroll back up to the picture? I do want to point something out. I love this picture, oh, yes. by the way. Uh, I always love the little side things that's going on in the pictures. Do you see the man that's up at the top right staring out the window? I love that. <laughs> no, I did not see that. That is freaking hilarious. You know, this 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 goes back to uh, uh, C. Wow. Prada, where she had taken an amazing picture across the bridge. And then right next to her was a guy with his head in his hands. It was just it was great because she had posed for it, it was a great picture. But I always love these little Easter egg people that are in the yes. in the photos there. Yeah, I usually do that myself, too. If somebody posts a picture, you zoom into all the background stuff. But yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Old mate up in the corner. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Yes. You may find some yeah. Easter egg uh, cheeses in cheeses upcoming expansion in Uplandia. You might find some Bronxdale ready, you know, awesome, unique and uh images that she is prepping for the uplandia expansion in her area and you hey you could find some easter egg cheeses in there just keep your eye out just say easter egg other stuff and other stuff that's right that's right nice all right sounds good yeah it says with this technology we're looking forward to increasing the customer engagement rate improving customer acquisition process and providing hyper personalized customer experience he added yeah that's that's where it's all headed i think all right cool to see all right, next up, we're burning through these today. That's good. Now, oh, I should have set this up a bit better. Let me bounce out of there. Now, last week we said uh, Nintendo, you know, the metaverse, it's a difficult. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we I love did it, that I whole love thing. It. So, yes, Nintendo has famously kind of low-key poo-pooed the idea of metaverse. It's not something that they're interested in pursuing at this stage, even though as I've gone on and on about ad nauseum, Everything they've got is primed for it. It would be a perfect crossover. So Nintendo's poo-pooed the other the idea. And guess who's jumped on board? Sega. They are also saying no. I don't know. What's your best um Alex who's the Kid Se impression? Who's Sega again? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I used to play it, of course. No, I used to play it, but like where have they been? What have they done for me lately? Oh, they got pretty big recently like before the Genesis? Sonic movies and that. Yeah, really. I mean, back in there. I never. Oh, I was always movie. Sega. I, I yeah, was no, that's the point. Back in the day, before back in the days, like yeah. who cares what they're doing right now? Like, what have they done that we need to be a part of their metaverse? Oh, come on! You're shitting on this article. I, was, I thought I set this up perfectly. Well, <laughs> go mean... down the path because I've got a, I've got thoughts on it. He <laughs> got right. thoughts so and says... prayers. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> You like zombies? Maybe it's the re revival of the Sega Zombie Project. Yeah, but you 
revive before you start like oh yeah i'm not doing that either (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so sega's co-coo yawns at play to earn games i love that he's i love that his title is cuckoo cuckoo Cuckoo. yeah the (laughs) co-coo cuckoo yeah he is cuckoo yeah yes Sega's co-chief operating officer has called play-to-earn games boring amid the company's retreat from franchising some of its most popular properties into the blockchain gaming space. Because they couldn't do it, probably. Probably. Bloomberg reported on July 6th that Shuji Utsumi, the cuckoo of the gaming company behind Sonic the Hedgehog, said that Sega would shelve plans to develop a blockchain game for the time being. For the time being. Yes, they're going to wait till we're in a um a bull market and then FOMO into it like the rest of but, uh, everybody. What I don't understand is, are they still around? Like, okay, sure, they made yeah. movies. You can't play a movie. You could play a movie, but you can't video game play a movie. Like, what games? Like, oh, the kids. I I've interact with you know three to five year olds all day, and the boys are just mad about Sonic. It's all about Sonic. All right, what is the what is the Sega Genesis console that's out then? I, yeah, well, that's a very good point. I could not tell you. Yeah, I don't know that they have a console out. I don't think they do. Yeah. No, that's I the think... funny. That's the funny thing. It's like, it's like they just make games now. They just have licensing, I think, for their titles. But I wanted to roll back into this where. <laughs> The, you know, what do you say? Play to earn games are boring, which is funny because I'm sure every time he talks, nobody's thinking, God, this guy's boring. So if anybody's an expert on boring, I'm sure he's got a first front row seat and everybody that knows and hears him talk is bored with his speaking. So (laughs) what I would say to this is it's not fun and it doesn't make any sense because they're the ones that are not earning in that. Right. So they want to earn. Look, this is the thing. Big big reveal here if you didn't know when you're playing a 60 hour game uh or a plus 60 hour plus game be it a borderlands be it uh diablo 4 here's the thing when you actually go do the thing and you are quote rewarded in quote you're rewarding the developer you're unlocking what the developer has developed and put in there you get a token in the form of a sword, some kind of wearable or some other thing. Yes, you have that, but you're still rewarding that developer, that franchise, those property IP owners. So that's what they want to keep you to do. So they're fudding and saying, oh, play to earn for you is boring. You don't want to earn anything. That's boring for you. Keep letting us earn off of your time because that's what we like to do. And so that's what I took away from this. And that's just their narrative. So again, you know, now I'm going to have Sega come after me, but I I would much rather see an interactive part of that when you make it so that the barrier of entry is very low and, you know, kids can go over adults, whoever playing Sega stuff, and you could easily set up a wallet. And as you run across, just like Sonic runs across and picks up these coins, if they're picking up NFTs and they could do something with them, that would be fun. Okay. Yep. Spend your NFTs on stuff that you can upgrade better sonic shoes whatever it is but i digress cuckoo cuckoo well cheese that was a very poignant <laughs> point and i while um while you were taking that away i pulled up this so it says here after a long silence sega now plans on returning with something 
Super by oh. 2026. Super Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sega has been silent for a while now. It has seen some of its major titles get a lot of love and recognition on other platforms, but it is not making any significant move to expand its titles or make any drastic releases. But with only a few games released like Sonic Frontiers, it looks like Sega is holding back something. And, and I'm going to say something. I I yep. had the Game Gear, right? Mm. And the Game Gear, in my opinion, was the best handheld device mm. ever. I had this when I was in my yep. 20s so it was decades ago and i th- it was color it was yeah. it was long so you instead of tall which is very awkward it was long the yep. the the disc you put in it was very uh strong i yep. must have played sonic the hedgehog on there for hours every day right mm. that was my go-to and then they just stopped making games for it. Like I would love, love if they made a console like that again, like a, a small handheld thing. Yeah, well, it's kind right. of ahead of its time, wasn't it? Because now it it's really all about was. the Nintendo Switch. But yeah, it's, it says here, and this was to your point, Cheese, the fact that Sega's last console, Dreamcast, was discontinued <sighs> 21 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Oof, yeah. But they've been raking in plenty of money, so oh, yeah. interesting. I'd love to see them do a a comeback, even though they're really ignorant and and being stupid on play to earn. I I, I think I would still, because I'm a gamer at heart, I would still, you know, be excited about it. Yeah, so it says the Sonic team developed Sega uh, Sonic Frontiers, but why isn't the console genius releasing any more big games? Blah, 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 blah. They are not wasting their opportunity, but are instead on working on something super... Uh, it's going to be one of those things. According to Sega CEO Haruki Satomi, one strategy for generating such hit titles is the creation of a super game. So they're only talking about games. They're not talking about a new console. Yeah, it's just games. I, I think that uh, we can, it's super synonymous with boring. So let's move on from this boring conversation. <laughs> he, uh, a blendo got triggered. Yeah, I did. I was having fun. <laughs> And it's going to crash my life. Oh, they, they had a bond with Nintendo. Maybe they're going to do a collab. Maybe. Or they Meh. did one, I believe. A few different things. <laughs> Meh. Right. Now, on the flip side, however, speaking of Alex the Kid and old Sega, Social oh. F- Social Fire and Play to End Crypto presale Alex the Doge. What? <laughs> makes waves with Shiba Inu community. That looks like fun. I want to play yeah. already just by looking at that little thing. Let's find out more. This looks so, so cool. Yes, this yeah. does not look boring. Continue. <laughs> just give people the heads up. What What is Alex the Doge to play on? You know, we may have a few um, younger listeners and watchers here that weren't even on board with that back in the day. I would hate to think how many hours I invested into that. I don't know what that is. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Alex the kid. Alex the kid was the it was the Mario of the Sega system before oh. Sonic. That oh. was the big game. That was the game that you got for free when you bought the um the console. Was Alex the kid? Super. Yeah, it All was right, kind of like down, a shitty man. Mario version. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm reminiscing. <laughs> and reminiscing. Cryptocurrency Universe has witnessed another groundbreaking event as Alex the Doge, that's where that play on, and it's the the ticker is Alex, 
A new cryptocurrency that incorporates social finance and play owned gaming dynamics announced its pre-sale. The announcement has not just been turning heads in the broader crypto community, but it has also started making waves among Shiba Inu enthusiasts, of which Cheese is one. Yeah. All right. Somebody take away that next paragraph. Where? So far. Highlight it. So oh. Fi. Social finance, also known as social fi, is the integration of social networks with decentralized finance, DeFi. It leverages the social aspect of investments and peer interaction, aimed at creating a more engaging financial system. When combined with the play-to-earn gaming model, it creates a unique and dynamic proposition for users, enabling them to earn income while playing games and interacting within a community. Oh, it appears there's a there's a war brewing. There's a war brewing. I was naughty. A war. I, I read ahead. Oh, uh, oh, you were ignoring me. No, I was listening and I'm reading just at the kidding. Same time. I'm just kidding. Alex the Doge shaking the SHIB community. So the recent announcement of Alex the Doge presale has garnered substantial attention within the Shiba Inu community, with many noting the similarities and potential synergies between uh, Shiba Inu and the Alex the Doge. Both tokens are meme-inspired, carry a dog-based brand, and have a strong focus on community engagement. Ah. <laughs> what? Why are they getting their nose out of joint? I mean, Shiba Inu is just the freaking... That's a copy of other stuff as well. So what are they on about? You actually read that stuff? I just play the games. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex see, Dodge. I'm what? there, and I'm, I'm signing up. <clears throat> Not only does it take Doge and Shiba, it takes um, BTC, Solana, Polygon. Yeah, it's built and, on Polygon. Yeah, it's so cool. And ETH. Interesting. Well, anything that pumps my Polygon Matic bags, I'm all for that. So, uh, The Alex, the Doge presale presents a unique opportunity for SHIB holders and the broader crypto community to gain early access, blah, blah, blah. Presale often offered tokens uh, at a discount price, yeah. My dad's are buying pre-sales are long gone. <laughs> Meme coins. I mean, wow. Um, yeah. But this is the thing. This is the whole thing. Everybody, utility, utility, utility. I want this. I want that. So that's what a lot of this is. And I think it's great if you can have a platform now where you've got your tokens, you create volume and you're using them and doing all these things. I'm all for this. I want to see that be the ready player me the thing i mean that's what we're all kind of wanting and is as they continue to evolve these i'm on board with this let's let's yeah. watch this kind of go and and make a make a go of it and and watch as, as people pour money into this and see what happens i'm i'm good and if you put in that code when you go to the site alex underscore presale underscore stage one you get 15 percent off on your uh purchase mm. i went on the website and now it's doing some weird thing all right i'm gonna bounce out of there because it's gonna crash by that fair enough bye-bye alex the doge but oh, yes I... no that does look interesting <laughs> now speaking with that whole angle sega alex the doge japan and animoka is a big name in the space animoka japan has partnered with webox a brand Ooh. new brand for anime and manga collectibles this wow cool. that's smart that's smart because yes, there's dig. a lot of fans out I there. Dig. I personally yes. don't like anime and manga. manga manja. I meant you say manja, I think of food because that's like Italian. 
for kitchen, right? Mm. Yes. Or your dog's got manger. Manger. <laughs> <laughs> I, had put, I had to put my dog down it. Got a severe oh, case of no. manger. <laughs> manger. But I did get an yeah. NFT. Yeah. <laughs> oh, app. Yes, I was there. Yes, so this is cool. I like the idea of this. An exciting development for anime and manga enthusiasts worldwide, a newly established digital collectible brand, Webox, has unveiled its anime realm. San Fran, Tokyo. What? Why are the names of these, all of these things so shithouse? I don't mind. (laughs) You don't like the San Fran, Tokyo SFT? I I don't know. San Fran, Tokyo. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, it's just a bit really, really, (laughs) really. San Fran, Tokyo. The innovative venture is the brainchild of animaker brands Japan, a leading figure in the anime and manga industries. Weebox CEO Daisuke Iwase also serves as the current CEO of Animaker Japan, where he brings a wealth of experience developing NFTs and digital collectibles with a focus on popular anime, manga, K-pop, and J-pop. That's cool. If we can start getting those kind of audiences involved, those those kind of those communities are cashed up and they're huge. They have got a lot of disposable income, yeah. and I wouldn't mind some of that filtering my way. I don't know about you, but I, no, I, yeah, I would certainly right. take some it's, of that. It's definitely uh, easy money. Yes, the core team at WeBox also boasts NFT industry veteran. Uh, Fabiano Soriani serving as the chief, no, the CTO. Um, Soriani's resume includes being an early team member at Dapper Labs, wow, and the lead blockchain engineer behind the inception of the early NFT project CryptoKitties, wow. 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 Weebox's distinct (laughs) edge is its affiliation with renowned anime studios, manga publishers, figurine manufacturers, and assortment of other intellectual property entities straight out of Japan. Now, this is huge. Remember, Cheese, we've talked about this ad nauseum. You know, you're going to go into the store. You're going to buy your little figurine or whatever. That's going to have a QR code on it. That's going to give you... That's going to give you a digital twin or some kind of NFT and vice versa. If you have this NFT, then you can take it into the store. It's going to get you a discount. We've been banging on about this for the, the whole history of this show. This is freaking massive. Yeah, that is massive. And it's it's another form of of authenticity. Yes, absolutely. You, you're talking about um, what's the word they use for so you can track digital ownership? It's a, provenance? It a P word? Provenance, yes. There you go. They it use that a lot in porn stars. What's yes. the provenance? Provenance. Yes. provenance. It's massive. Like if you're one of these cashed up guys that buys all this anime manga stuff and you keep it in the box and you've got your NFT provenance with it, this is this has the potential to be huge, especially if they have a relationship, and it appears that they do, directly with some of these companies that um, tend to be very – Japan is very um, – conservative when it comes to their ips their you know their intellectual property and that sort of thing like nintendo is famous for suing the bejesus out of anybody that kind of even hints at using anything related to them so yeah this is this is freaking huge guys yeah no i I think i agree i remember telling you that one of the the big things i wanted was uh korea for the k-pop and remember that yep yep yep. I think we're on our, our way for that. I think I could see that being something really cool Upland offers in the future. And yeah. that would bring in so many new players, I have a feeling. Well, it's it's ducks in a row, isn't it? Um, 
Upland's tied to Animoca. Animoca's tied to all of these other sort of things. Upland is a metaverse tied to the real world. Um, Tokyo is about to be, well, soon to be released. Um, I don't know at all. Fudsters can fud, but I, I read shit like this and I um, I get excited. Yeah. Yeah, I because still- I, I kind of feel like Upland is going to be um, it's going to be that place where you don't have to do one particular thing. Yep. You know, you don't, oh, I, you know, I don't really want to own any land, but I would love to have the collectibles or, you know, yep. I, I don't want to do a uh, spark, but I'm more interested in the STEM aspect of it. Like you're going to find people, something for everybody. And I, I, I personally love the way it's evolving. Yes, and it's set up perfectly. As much as I hate the name San Francisco, San Francisco <laughs> is the genesis city in Upland. Tokyo is on the way. It's kind of, I don't know, it's, it seems sexy to me. In an authentic homage to the subcultures they aim to serve, the Weebox team has just designed a long-term term roadmap. That's good. Central to their vision is San Tokyo, a fictional cityscape conceived as the vibrant nexus where their storyline, brand identities, and intellectual properties will be vividly realized. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> San Tokyo, a fictional cityscape. That smells like a metaverse to me. Hmm. Hmm. Let's dive in. The Weebox and team like shares. San Francisco's the Genesis City in Upland, and then we're coming. Yeah. They're coming out with Tokyo. <sighs> I literally Conspiracies just conspiracies and and, and and you did to me what I always do to you. <laughs> yes, that's that would be a spanner in the works if they were to do. Oh, here's our metaverse, San Francisco metaverse. That would be a spanner in the works. That would be amazing. And it's only in San Francisco. No, I'm saying that would not be amazing. That would be horrible because they're not going to do Upland. They're going to do their own thing. But they... Yeah. I'm just speculating. There's pure speculation, of course, and hopefully that doesn't hit the bus. But yes. Um, San Francisco represents a vibrant f- fusion where the inventive don't what's that word, dynamism of Silicon Valley intersects with the fascinating allure emanating directly from Japan. The team envisions San Fran Tokyo as a fertile ground for nurturing subcultures and fostering communities. They aim to create a city where stories unfold, creators and artists can thrive, and their brand culture resonates deeply enough to become ingrained in people's identities. That smells like a whole separate thing to me. Smells like teen spirit to me. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> mm. all right genesis passes to san Tokyo will aim to mint in august of 2023 the mint will be free and provide early benefits those interested can apply here oh make sure you click that and apply for that the emergence of Weebox brings blah 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 okay so we got excited there but maybe we'll have to wait and see on that one but anything that brings new users into the space, especially subculture users, you know, it, it all bleeds out. What, is, what do they say? A rising tide lifts all turds in the ocean or something? <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We lifts all the that. turds up. Yes. So we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> all I'll, the turds. I'll, I'll, I'll remain positive. Yeah. I, I think this is positive, definitely. So we've been positive. Let's get let's get negative. 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 Oh my god, oh, Logan Paul. Oh my god, wow. get negative. I love it. Let's get it 
I, you know, I actually watched this guy's freaking Facebook show. Oh, come on. When there's that. nothing else to watch. Oh, sorry. He had Mike Tyson on and he had a pigeon. And I didn't know this about Mike Tyson, but he loves pigeons. And he That's was right. Like, that, was, that was a huge thing back in his day. Yes. Yes. Logan Paul, um, utter nightmare. Inside oh. superstar Logan Paul's cryptocurrency controversies. He's one of the biggest influencers on the planet and he's managed to be engulfed in uh, by not one but two major controversies in just two years. So I don't know. Have you seen all this? He's, I think we covered his NFT project. Yeah. Back in the day, way, way back, Cheese. That whole whole thing. Do you, um, Cheese, do you know this? Do you know the story here? No, I don't. You want to give it a heads up? Yeah. So prior to this one, prior to CryptoZoo, it was something else that he did. Uh, and he was pumping it. It was some weirdo thing that he did that he said he wasn't a part of. And then it then he was totally a part of it. And he was trying to cash in on Gary V's thing where it's just like, follow me and buy my NFTs. And so he wanted to be to do that. And he did a he did this crypto zoo thing. And everybody bought into it and it never delivered. Uh, CoffeeZilla went on, did an entire expose, drilled down into this. CoffeeZilla has actually followed up on this where Logan Paul with his with his drink that he has is saying, I'm making multi-millions of dollars. Why people are still holding the bag at his failed crypto zoo project. And he always says, you know, he always has an excuse for it. And he always punches back. And he, 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 he just, he's one of those people who that what he does is to shut you up or to shut you down. He just comes out fighting and it's always unwarranted be well in warranted or it just, his approach is always just, I'm going to, I'm going to yap and, and say these things. And I just want to, I just want to, you should just forgive me of my trespasses. The thing of it is this guy continues to act in a behavior less than becoming of a, of a respectful person. The things that he has done to, in terms of being disrespectful to other cultures, to the community at large in crypto, I just don't understand why people still support him for this. And it's just one of those things where, you know, here I am coming down on the side of the on one side or the other. But it's I think it's appalling. Get it appalling uh, to what he's doing. And, (laughs) you know, I I think that. Yeah. And one of the things he said when he was flapping his mouth is he was going to make it right and pay everyone back. That's right. Who got invested and he hasn't done a damn thing. So, yeah, that's. He, he's grease personified. Yeah, it's a grifter. Ah. He's a grifter. And if you really look back into it, all the sins, some forgivable, not really. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not down with what he's doing. Dink doink. That was it. Dink doink. Yes. Yeah. And, what do you think about and, that, Chase? Yeah. Read that. Uh, two years ago, the world introduced to Ding Doink a cryptocurrency that currently boosts a market capitalization of exactly zero. <laughs> Not long after Ding Doink appeared and a very appeared and a very enthusiastic Logan Paul began promoting it, investors placed William White wrote a scathing critique of the worthless, quite literally, cryptocurrency. Ding Ding Doink, he wrote, is good for absolutely nothing, but he 
he says that it's 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 capitalization of exactly zero. It was just one of those back in the day pump and dumps yeah. where a social media influencer pumped it all up to hell. Everybody FOMO'd in and just got absolutely wrecked. Specifically yeah, him. Him. Specifically yeah. Paul. Paul was the one who said he'd have anything to do with it. And he was the one who it seemed that came up with the whole damn thing. You know, he was behind it all. And the same thing happened with the crypto zoo. You know, they were buying all these things. They were getting other people to buy in on it to do this pump. And 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 part of the team dumped on the crypto zoo when it when it you know came to that, you know, being able to do so. It's just this guy never it is one thing after the other. No lessons learned and blaming it on all the developers and everybody else. If you're the top of the food chain, if you're the one giving the orders, you're the one who's responsible. Even if you delegated off, you should have delegated responsibly. What is Crypto it's, Zoo about? Sorry. It's basically it these. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, it was an, an NFT project. It was like one of these blending ones where you, you could get an egg and you hatch it. And then if you get this, you can compare it with this to get other things. And it was going to be, you know, they're going to have babies. And you scroll know, was, down a bit. I want to see. Well, uh, before we go on, um, I just want to cover this bit. It says Dink Doink's value rocketed by 40,000%, which is the pump. Soon after that, astronomical rise. Dink nosedived in value, which is the dump. Now I did go over to Coin Market Cap and searched. I wonder what Dink Donks like at all. You're a Dink Donk. There yeah. is Doink, oh, Doink. You're a Doink Dink. This is reloading. Now there's an interesting tidbit of information here, which goes towards people. If you're getting involved in these meme coins, now it's not financial advice, but Christ Almighty, do your own research, please. Um. You, you cannot just FOMO into these things. You're going to wreck yourself. I don't disagree, but Ben, the, the part of this is just so difficult to, to is that when you have an influencer, literally the definition of that is those yeah. people influencing it. We saw it with FTX, people coming out and and saying, oh, it's very easy, Larry David. It's so easy. I'll do a commercial. Da, 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 da. And people think, oh, it's safe for them. It's got to be safe for me. I follow them. And then what happens? Rug pull. And who's left in the, holding the bag? The people. Not the people yeah. who promoted this. So, yeah, I'm a little passionate about this and, and I don't like. Me no like. Me no like. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's always the um, it's the mom and pop kind of investors, if you want to call them that. They're the ones that get wrecked. Oh, it's not going to load. Ah, what a shit. There was something in here where Dink Doink was associated with some Australian. There was some associated with association with an Australian developer with some other coin and their ticker was um ass. So you know <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna load. What a what a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm I'm missing the point here. But yeah, there was if you click on um if you go to coin market cap, maybe cheese, you can try it. Can you go to coin market cap and search dink doink to see if it'll load both dink doink in the in the in the the crypto zoo. I don't know what the, the coin was for that, but there was a ah, pre-coin and a coin. Yeah. It's finally cut it's finally come up. Sorry. You got it? Um, All right, yeah. So it says here Dink Doink is a community meme token forked from Australian Safe Shepherd. That was it. And their ticker is ass. Wow. Wow. So if you're investing in a project that has been forked from a project with a ticker that has ass, you kind of deserve what you get. deserve to be wrecked. Yeah. Yeah. Dink Doink is blurring the lines between internet entertainment and crypto. The token was fair launched and very trade. What? Very trade contributes towards automatically generating liquid blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. Yes, don't, don't, 
get yourself into these sort of things. If if there is some kind of influencer promoting something, for me, that's a red flag. Yeah. That's a red flag. You're too late if, by the time it's got to that stage. So I that's agree. my own personal kind of advice to myself. So, yes. Um, sorry, I'll get back, back to that article, Chase. You wanted to dive into that, eh? But, yeah, um, I do recommend uh, – Uplendo's mentioned CoffeeZilla there. The thing that he did on that was fantastic. He was great. He right into that. I haven't actually watched that follow-up. I did see that pop-up. I'll have to check up on that. So. Yeah, the whole thing about Logan Paul was, bro, bro, why did you come and contact me directly? Why did you come talk to me directly? Why did yeah. you go to my, my business manager? And so, you know, CoffeeZilla, you know, said, okay, all right, I'll do that. So he's been following up with him since he posted that, you know, expose. And, of course, nothing comes back from Logan Paul. He – does it directly. Hey, I'm doing exactly what you asked me to do. Of course, that's all yeah. diversionary tactics for him. And then the the spoiler is, is that uh, the lawyer contacts this lawyer who's defended a bunch of these types gets back and says, at the time we are evaluating blah, 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 blah. So yeah, it'll be gook. Yep. Yes. Here you go, Chase. You can take that away. You wanted to know about it? Take that paragraph. All right. To date. To date, it's important to know that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission, FTC, hasn't referred to referred the influencer to the U.S. Department of Justice for criminal action. Soon after Dink's death, Dink died. Oh, oh, the project. Oh, my God. Yep. The way they wrote that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Paul shifted his focus to CryptoZoo, a crypto-themed pay-to-earn game. CryptoZoo enables users to breed, collect, and trade exotic animal hybrids on the blockchain. <laughs> uh, according to Coinbase, in the ec- ecosystem of CryptoZoo, each animal is an NFT. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a now he's in the WWE or something. Uh, yeah. No, I mean... no, his brother is. Oh, wait. No, he I is. Thought, oh, he is as well. No, his oh, brother's his a boxer. Brother's a boxer. That's yeah. right. So yeah, for the uninitiated, oh no, it's blockchain. Blah blah blah. Um, CryptoZoo has turned out to be another nightmare. The game has seen thousands of people lose inordinate sums of money, um, and then it mentions the CoffeeZilla stuff. Um, blah 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 blah. So yeah, maybe wow. it's six months. Six months since he's supposed to resolve this. So. Yep. Just remember, everybody, while you're sitting there with your empty wallets, Logan Paul is walking on the sand with your money. Yep. <laughs> yes. And one man said he lost 335000 US dollars in the crypto thing. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's yep. Um, yep. According to the victims, he said there have been zero payments, even though he did promise that he was going to pay it all back. There's no excuse for this. Logan made a public statement about this, took credit for it, and has ghosted the victims. What did we say at the start of the show? Ghosting is for little Ghosting bitches. Ghosting is for bitches. Yep. Although he he would kill me, like he he could literally kill me. So I've got to be careful <laughs> what I say. Yes. Yeah, there's been zero payments. Um, oh, yeah. So sad. how much would he have to pay just to make the NFTs right? You're looking at $3.6 million. That was spent on the launch day. I believe it says here Logan Paul is currently worth, yeah, here we go. He's worth $245 million. So he could he could pay this out and make it right. He wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. He wouldn't even freaking notice it. He's just been a prick. Yep. Oh. He's just been a prick. I guess it. If you pay it out, then that kind of seals the fact that yes, you were scamming people. I guess that, I guess that seals the fact that it was a scam or something. So maybe. Well, 
or just have the have the you know the nature that would say the or just finish the game yeah or actually do what you just set out to deliver there you could spend that money look famously uh what balmer from from uh microsoft from the 360 were the red ring of death right they had an option they could either just say uh, as Apple loves to do, you're holding it wrong. It's all your fault. Users, they love to blame their users. It's all your fault. And, or what you could do is say, you know, we're going to make this right, which Bomber did, right? He, they fixed it and the Xbox is now a great platform and everybody says, yay, good, good on you for doing that. Why not do that? What yeah. is it? Is it the, is it the narcissism? Is it the ego is so much? Is it that much that you can't once mention that maybe something didn't go right? that but you you don't have any humility whatsoever that yeah i think i think you're right Jeez. Yes. yeah so he, he could make it right two ways he could pay everybody back the the three million or whatever and he wouldn't even notice it. he could probably like it says here he owes the um the chief engineer of the project more than a million in fees for his work so yeah i don't know to properly launch the game might cost Another three million? Who who knows? So there's there's ways out of it for him. The absolute worst thing you could do is just ghost people and drag it out in the court system. That's you you know you just what kind of name you're setting yourself up for? But then you've got um, I know the local primary school kids here. There was a thing where um, emails were going out to parents. Please don't let your kids bring prime energy drink to school. It's become the whole thing here. So even little kids are FOMO into him. Oh, you got to drink Prime. It's the latest thing. So his reach really? is massive. His influence is huge. He's making just buttloads of money. And he's just a greasy turd bill, basically. So he's, he's oh one of those God. people like somebody all three of us know all too well who <laughs> would throw you under the bus to make a dollar. Yeah. He'd, he'd sell his grandma to make a dollar. He's just a scumbag. Oh, my so. God. Hey. Would I be an asshole if I still watch this show every so often? I bet you you'd watch this if you want to go back to the sort of person you deal with. No, yeah, I remember out. that. I remember that. Yes. I actually, he got, that was, yeah, that was, wow, 2018. Yes, yeah, so if you're listening on Spotify. Like- oh, yeah. That Atlanta, really bad you... jokes about the the body they discovered hanging from a tree. Yeah, and disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And you know, walk in the other person's shoes. If that was them, you know, they would be in an uproar. It would be it would be heresy to say something, you know, in that regard to their somebody in their family that had had that happen to them. But the other the other subtext to all this is that prior to that, they were going around to shops that were niche shops. And buying these uh, collector Nintendo types of things, I think they were dressed up and disregarding any respect of the culture or anything, and then smashing the games, you know, something very rare and smashing it on the ground or doing something. Again, it's all for that. It's it's that somehow people find that entertaining. That the misery yeah. loves company, and company is everywhere, and yeah. misery is it's just it's. It's just a thing. I and, and it's fun. It's funny because I was thinking about it. Like, although it's true that most people deserve a second chance, how many chances does he deserve? Like, I I thought yep. he turned over a new leaf after that, and it kind of changed him. 
and this, this, and that, and he looked more calm. I had no idea about the ding doink or the crypto zoo. I really like saying ding doink. <laughs> well, I don't think it's over, Morchise. I don't think this is over. He no. is not yet done all the grifting and all the like. I do not suspect that he will have yet not another one of these things come up, and and it will be the retread of this tire over and over and over and over. In my opinion, just my opinion. No, yes, yeah, absolutely. All right, we're not off the roller coaster going down just yet. Um, I don't know if you two are aware, but um, play to earn gaming, it's dead. Oh, it it, it died. R.I.P. Dink doink. That's just dink doink. I'm making matic, Ben. Dink-donk. I'm still making matic off of my veggie thing. Yeah, well, it's I've not looks- me. I, I got I pulled out more than my in real life wage last last week on a play to earn game. So. Uh, this is not related to me, but it says here, this is uh, blockworks.co, the death of play-to-earn gaming. Play-to-earn mm. gaming forms a high barrier to entry by default and severely hinders the game's ability to grow. Mm. Is there truth uh, to that? No. How so? I feel like play-to-earn gaming puts developers more at a a, a, a reason. It gives them more of a reason to to develop and grow. And like a good example of that is oh. Avalon and is the level two games coming to Upland. Like I do yes. get it. There are really boring play to earn games. And um, you know, at the same time you, you log into something and then you just press a few buttons and then you're done for the, the next day. But there are advances and and adaption and evolution like like take uplandia take um avalon the druids like these games are are taking it to the next level you know where you can actually play and they're only going to start getting better than that yeah this is the thing this is how this breaks down in my opinion the first ever way that you play to earn were coin-op types of games in an arcade and what I mean by that is you put the quarter in, you do well enough to have your initials put in the top 10. That was what you earned. You actually went in and you did well enough to have three letters that were put on top and you earned a place in the top 10. So the irony of all this is that they don't they don't see that or they're just trying to push that narrative because, again, if you pay the players then that's missed streams of revenue that you could be paying them. So I think it's all them or at least people that that would benefit from it to not have play to earn because that's the thing. And I, what I think they're missing is, is that if you're good enough and you have a good enough product, players that are playing to earn, there is a percentage that will reinvest that back into the game that they're playing. So I think they're missing that return stream of revenue that they don't think is there, but we'll see. Yes. Now it, yeah, it is true that if, if you're doing uh play to earn games, if you come into that with money, you're going to be better situated to earn, but that's life. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, now I'm going to put a friend on blast here because um, it speaks to, how stupid that argument is. Um, Uh-oh. 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 Not on blast in a bad way, on a good way. So this oh, is okay. our old <laughs> mate Green Turtle. Now, Green Turtle has been around since uh, March 11th, 2020. So he got into the game not long after me. So he's been around for a long time. Now, famously, I believe he put $5 into the game. Mm. And 
that was all. And of course he extracted that and more so pretty quickly. Um, I'm probably sure he he would be kicking himself a little bit that he put that five dollars in because then it takes away the whole fact that he's a fully free to play gamer. But it's it's five bucks. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, he is on the precipice of becoming a chief executive worth a hundred million upex yeah. net worth. Wow. That is almost the equivalent of a hundred thousand US dollars from free to play. He's somebody who came into the game and has just got involved in absolutely everything, grinding away, taking full advantage of all the opportunities, you know, the early Manhattan releases. And even so far as Green Turtle um, has properties in Midtown Terrace, as part of all of the people that I reached out to with that whole thing we just did in Midtown Terrace, do you want to come over as a temporary resident? Green Turtle is one of the driving forces behind the Manhattan crew that are boosting the neighborhood scores. Like we talked about this at the start of the show. They're just, you know, they're, they're just uh, steamrolling through that whole process. And he, he took on board what I said and he jumped over to Midtown Terrace for the, whatever it was, the week long event, even though he is one of the driving forces of the Hell's Kitchen push and Midtown Terrace did go over Hell's Kitchen. He saw there's an opportunity there. And, you know, he's going to get a Samurai Surfer statue that's worth 200000 UPX retail price. He's going to get one of those. Nice. So, you know, it's people, it's people like this that you got to look forward to or to for inspiration, you know. You can, also- you can get a lot out of it if you put the work and the time in. That That's kind of my point. And can I also point out that that – not only does the player green turtle have this net worth and the number of properties, but look at the yield per month, yep. 729,000 upics without any boost from collections. It's yeah. probably more like 900 to a million upics per month that can be wow. turned around for assets in the game. So that's incredible. That is just it, absolutely it, incredible. I think it'd be more than that. Um, yeah, let it, yeah, let's do a and dig. I just, I like, look how, look how steady his net worth is. Yeah, it's not Incredible. massive peaks here. It's just, it's just a grind. If you want that's, to be a free, a free to play, play to earn gamer, that's what it's about. I feel like this is how the, uh, that's a, 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 a linear version of how I'd like my life to be. You just keeps <laughs> going steadily up. That's how life should be, right there. Thank you, Green yes. Turtle, for. <laughs> For giving us a visual representation of how things should be in life. In comparison, let's go over to, I think this will be mine if it's going to load. So I'm not a free-to-play gamer. I did I did put in a significant amount. Oh, no, mine's 1.1. Yeah, so for comparison, my yield per month without boost is 1.1, but I'm actually getting 1.8. And I know Woo! Green Turtle, he has a lot more collections than I do. Woo! So. Yeah, and then you look at you look at my chart in comparison with you know spits and spurts. Sure. So, so yeah, that that's comparison between a pay to play, you know, gamer versus a you know a free to play gamer, or both playing the same game, both at both having played for a similar length of time, and he, yeah. you know he's not that far behind me. So Aww. it can be done, people. Cheese? It can be done. What do you think? And you, you're another one too, Cheese. Your net worth is what, fifty-four million, something like that. You um, haven't put fifty grand into the game. No, no. At most, I put maybe eight, eight thousand. Yep. Cool. 
What about yourself, Uplander? Uh, you know, <clears throat> I um God, I'm trying to think of what I put into the game. I I early on had a lot of help with the referral system. So yep. I feel like that was my biggest bonus uh for what I've done. <clears throat> so I have definitely put money into it, but I haven't recently. I'm working off of that which is the the, the returns. So yes. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I think my net worth, I forget what it was just then. I think it's over 150 million. I haven't put that money in. Mm. I've, I've put in some crypto here and there, but that's mostly on the back of just like a green turtle, just playing the game for a length of yeah. time and making use of opportunities mm. and not being married to properties. Yes, Chase. Um, the, <clears throat> the X NFT, their building is done. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. And that is a prime example of a new play-to-earn opportunity that's on the way. So, yeah, I mean, these fudsters that sit back and say, oh, it's, it's, all, uh, it's all a big scam, Upland's just milking us for money. Well, if you let them, yeah, that could be true. <laughs> it's yeah. just the way you go about your actions define that more than anything else. There was a comment that was made in uh, the Discord and up in general recently that stated when I got into the game a year ago, this area was the same, you know, it went up and down. And I, if I had just entered the game right now, I could buy it for what I entered it, you know, a year ago. The up and down has already come. And I, you know, they said like it's below floor and all this stuff. And I got that, 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 that. Wait a minute now. What about this neighborhood, this neighborhood, this neighborhood? And they were like, oh, well. Yeah, but those are nodes. Those are specifically my point exactly because this is a player or players that have gotten together to do community to create the value in the areas that they're in. They're not just sitting back going, hey, give me my value, give me my value, give me my value, give me my value. It's gimme, 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 gimme. I don't want to do nothing, but I want all in return. And I'm going to shit on everybody and everything else while it's what are you doing this is the mentality that is always befuddling to me uh it's easy to do nothing it's hard to yes. do something and make it work so yeah yeah absolutely don't be a dink doink it's not cheetos and underpants to earn it's play to earn you actually don't right. be a dink do doink yeah oh don't be a dink God. doink don't be a dink doink how do we yes. make that a thing all right we didn't really we got wildly off tangent well not on tangent it was on tangent we kind of just took the heading and run with it but why i wonder why why do they think the death of play to earn gaming so the rise of web3 industry has been highlighted by many connected trends but none arguably is important for the global adoption of the industry as the emergence of blockchain powered games initially a movement dominated by play to earn or gamefi the gaming revolution has found itself at a turning point the gamify era is coming to an end People, we're, we're in a full-on bear market. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cheese. Oh, is that a giggle? <laughs> I, the thing about this has been is if you look at this from the gaming as a whole, right, you have arcades that came in. Arcades were the cat's meow. It was in every mall, every place you go to. There, were, there was literally a giant, you know, open warehouse where you could go and play these stand-up arcade games and yep. 
you it, the, the 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 symphony of happiness was listening to dollar bills go into the change machine ching and then you would see five dollars turn into coins and that's that whole process then came the home gaming with the atari and this cycle has gone on and now those arcades are nostalgic right you have a whole different revenue stream with those it's the same thing here they're very quick to point out that it's dead when you're going to have these peaks and valleys so it's just i they Without this, they would have nothing to put on their website to have people yeah. come to do it. Yeah. So you're very welcome for us creating content for you. Uh, we'll see how well that you continue in what you're doing. If you're just a sounding board, if you're just a mouth putting words on a screen, when it's your time, we'll see, right? Shots fired. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I zoomed in then to see what this chart was. I believe it's the Axie Axie chart, but most crypto, most cryptos follow this same pattern. Any crypto that's been around for a while, um, currently. So yeah, you got to take that with a grain of salt too. The entire, the entire sector is following a similar trend. So yeah, remember Bitcoin's dead. Bitcoin's dead. Yeah, exactly. Scroll out, people. Scroll out. <laughs> um, today, the blockchain gaming movement is preparing to grow its current player base of approximately 1 million users to new heights. Among developers, the resounding emphasis is implementing sustainable fund mechanics to keep players engaged and the doors of game studios open to ensure better blockchain-powered mechanics can shine for players and produce desired industry growth. Polymos believes that maintaining a low barrier to entry across games is paramount, and he's identified a pair of projects leading the way to greater adoption. Oh, here we go. A couple of projects. Gentle lead into Web3. I wonder what the project's going to be. Ba, 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 ba. Is it going to say? Um, Non-crypto natives promising projects breaking down barriers. As blockchain gaming shift towards more player-friendly, frictionless onboarding processes, Polymos has identified standard approach. Here we go. All right. Immutable. Heard of that? Yes, I have. Yeah. Oh. In collaboration with Magic... Is that the card game? Magic I don't Gathering? think so, but you could click, you could see if it is, but I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not going to click it. It'll crash my, <laughs> it'll crash my dink donk laptop. Dink yeah, donk. Immutable has launched its non-custodial wallet and I'll think, okay, so once onboarded to the platform, players can securely use their passport across Web3 games, eliminating the need to maintain multiple dresses and lots. Well, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. We've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what was that? Immutable. What's the next one? Da, da, da. Metal core. Metal core. Is this metal like metal, Is this like Metal Gear Solid? If so, I'll play it. It looks very XNFT-ish, doesn't it? Metal core, a first, a first third combat territorial warfare game is bringing the world of Web3 gaming into new territory as it's slated for an eventful, eventual fully free-to-play entry on the globally popular Epic Game Stores. Wow. 31.3 million, 31.3 Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's ben, weird. That, that starts the article saying it's dead, and then it yeah. points to a couple of projects yeah. that are awesome. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Oh, it's just clickbait. Uh, I do want to mention something because you said Magic the Gathering. I did want to make mention that the anybody who's played Magic in the from the nineties on has been waiting and waiting and waiting for some kind of movie or series or something. And I'm here to say that it is coming. It is coming. So 
There's a Magic the Gathering series that's focusing on the Planewalkers, Magic Unique, Magic-wielding heroes and villains as they contend with stakes larger than any one world can hold. This is going to be a Netflix series, which is wow. pretty cool. <laughs> I like the fact that it's a Netflix series. So we're going to wait for more information to come from this. Uh, who's behind it all, of course, with Netflix and and how this is going to be carried out. But I'm eagerly awaiting this. Let's hope they don't F it up. Let's hope they don't F it up. Oh, that's always the, the worry, isn't it? The fear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it appears here that this article is focusing on the terms. So it says the terms play to earn and gamify themselves imply unsustainability. Really? Literally meaning that players are logging on and playing with the primary goal of earning a profit. I don't believe so. I like a lot. Well, is there truth to that? I mean, if that's all, if that's all we did, then <clears throat> we wouldn't have this show. We wouldn't have the UDU podcast. We wouldn't have Upland Development United, which is a mm. group of really strong, active players. You know, we wouldn't have. That's true. Yeah. Um, these other shows, like it, it's not only about that. It's about the community. It's about. Yeah, of course, it's about making a profit. That's the main part of it. But there's so many other factors involved. To say that's the only thing is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, well, I was gonna, I was gonna play Devil's Avocado, and <laughs> and and like one of those games was it the veggie one that you that you showed last week. Um, you're kind of playing that just to get a bit of matic, really. I mean, the incentive yeah. there is to do it, so there is a little bit of truth there in some aspects. Um. When I could get to a certain point in there, I could start doing PvP as well to earn even yeah. more mathematic. But yeah. yeah, I guess I some are geared towards just that and some are geared towards much more than that. I think it speaks to what Uplando was saying is, you know, we need it. We need it now. We need the instantaneous gratification compared to play to earn gaming is about, especially if you're free, it's about the grind. So can those two yeah. worlds coexist in the same space so have to wait and see i think so i mean it seems to offer opportunities for everybody if you want to and we covered this with the x if you want to come in with fat stacks of money you're going to have the opportunities to do that like cheese you talked about that is there going to be a range of prices to get people in and they said yes you you can come in and buy up the whatever their terminology was for the expensive packs or you mm -hmm. can get the entry level one and grind it out so. Yeah, and I think that's important. Like you have different types of players, so you need to have different types of entry. Yes. I think that was really smart of them. Absolutely. All right, we're running a bit long for time here, so we need to get this done. Now, I, I smacked you and said, stop talking about that. Zip your lips. We've gone <laughs> down. Play to earn gaming is not dead because here's a prime example. Da -da -da. Dun, 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 dun. Now take it away, Chase. What am I taking away? Your own shared screen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> free Avalon weekend for all any pass holders. If you're in Avalon and looking for a guild, hit up at UCC DAC at Mass Chef or myself to check out our Genesis Guild Sanguis Junconis. So basically, if you have a gold, silver, purple, emerald, uh, and a June pass, you can play Avalon this weekend for free. Cool. What is the requirements to do such? Uh, 
more cheese is it do you have to have a pc is it mobile tell us it is pc i know they are looking into certain mobile uh options that's not available right now but yeah for the for the most part it's pc and it's beautiful and you go in and you see that that horse you could yeah you could um have a flying mount they are in talks you know with um upland and hopefully i can get this in it's an mmorpg open world yeah it's very cool very cool and we had Marius on this show a couple of times. Um, the last time we had him, he dived into things in great detail. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. The vampire um, from the... Oh, Marius from Animal. <laughs> Sorry. Or, or, or Marius from Les Miserables. Marius from right. Les what's hey. going on today? All, all the Mariuses. The the <laughs> Every time I yes. talk to Marius, I always sing that part. Great. Marius, yes. what's wrong so is Plato and Gaming dead? I think it's barely even begun. And Avalon the Druid is one project I think is going to leave the way. With, oh, yeah. Because, like, the, the partnerships and the stuff he has got cooking up with a lot of the well-established, you know, gaming, you know, entertainment communities is mm. massive. And then we have the kind of UGC aspect with um, the XNFT project and Upland and... You know, those guys have a wealth of experience on one end and they're coupling with Satoshi and Acero who have the kind of community knowledge and the experience there too. So it's, you know, I think this is all heading to a place that's going to be very, very special indeed. I think in, say, five years' time or something, when we look back on these kind of articles and this this kind of fuddy vibe, I think um, we're going to look back and maybe have a little bit of a chuckle and a bit of a smile and maybe even do a bit of glass toasting cha-ching. Who knows? That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Who knows? All right. That's all I've got for this week. I need to get my ass into gear because I got – last week I had two loads of – two tons of rocks being delivered. This week I got three. So I want I want to hear a little bit more about Uplando's uh, – Yes. Podcast. All right. You got five <laughs> minutes. Okay, great. Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun. It's always good to uh, to to be on and talk with you guys about things that are happening in the news and NFTs and all the games and stuff. And it's just a pleasure to be here. So thank you so much, both of you, for having me on. Uh, and what was the what was cheese? What was specifically were you going for with that? From what you wanted me to talk about? Oh, any new updates? Your stuff. Yeah, ah. like Uplandia. Gotcha. Okay, so two things really. The two the two biggest things are, of course, yes, Uplandia, Noise to meet you. Legacy player in the game has done a great job of developing this. We're in open beta, so forgive us for the things that we're going through. We are just newly released a couple of months back. We were second in the hackathon, so we got a little development money that came in. So we're putting that to good use. And really all the marketing that's done at this point is word of mouth and people spreading it. So we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for playing. That will continue to evolve. We are on what we would otherwise call a legacy platform, which is played in Discord. So it's the link. You can go there. Maybe the the MBE will be so happy to nice to, to drop that link in there, people to get started. It's free to play, free to play, free and to play. it's a play to earn. So if you have you can play it standalone, but if you have properties in Upland and Queens Fresh Metals, you'll be able to leverage those and utilize people have made millions of upics we paid out millions of upics i should say to players for that and we're very happy with that the next expansion is of course 
more cheeses, Bronx, Dale. It's the uh, Bronx neighborhood. A credible NFT artwork that she has painstakingly went through and created. So again, we utilize AI as part of what some of the actual artwork, but that is to help us. We use it as a tool. It's not AI is doing everything, but we use it as a tool. But we are also doing that so that we can focus on the members of Upland and the communities. If you're interested in having an expansion, it could be anywhere from a quest to a full-on node, be brought into Uplandia, direct message myself, Uplando, over there on the Upland Discord, and you can get a hold of me. We'll talk about it. We've got a lot of different expansions coming. I don't know. You could see some red cloth. You never know how that's going to work out. Things that could happen over there. You could see some spooky things. And uh, yeah, so look out for the next in the cycle of development for software and things of that nature. It takes time. So thank you for your patience. The second part or the thing that I have is, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, because it's been really kind of quiet. There hasn't really been much made of it, but uh, there was a spark exchange. I think that something happened there and it had otherwise, uh, you know, somebody decided they no longer wanted to be in there. And, and uh, very interesting. We've seen that cycle. You know, wink, wink, hint, hint. Uh, However, the House of Spark is still there. House of Spark continues to be that which is a Spark exchange that has been there before all and will be there after. They are making great moves and efforts. Many, many, many hundreds, if not thousand plus Spark have been moved onto the exchange since the other closed. There is lots of builds going on spark from five uh, spark hours up to seven. I've even seen some tens, 11s, 12. If you want to get something done fast, the higher you put up, the more you get done. So that has been great. And we look for good things to come from them. Outside of that, it's just another day in Upland. We are what the sixth month point. So we are halfway point of 2023. We're going on to the second half. Ought to be exciting with Tokyo coming up and all the good things. So keep it, uh, Keep it you to you. Get your red robes. Do your chanting. And that's all I had. Thanks for having me, guys. And really quick, if you can't get in touch with Uplando, certainly, uh, and you want any information about Uplandia, certainly send me a DM and I can get that information to you. Uh, if I don't have the answer, I'll get it for you and answer any questions. Um, I want to see as many nodes in, in this as possible. It's not easy it's open to everyone but you have to put the work in and it's an ongoing process um but it isn't exclusive you know it's something for everybody to do and if you think you have <clears throat> time and and the effort to put into it i would definitely reach out to a blend or myself and uh just for any questions like i've been walking people through it all the time um the customer service customer service is great mm. Like I have questions. I know I could ask a blando. I know I could ask the people in there. Everyone's very nice. They'll get back to you right away, you know? So just keeping that in mind moving forward. Appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Play to earn, baby. Play to earn. Play to earn. Yes. And I will say, yeah, thank you to, to you, Uplando, for jumping in today. Cheese and I, we enjoy doing the show in our own kind of way but we kind of echo chamber within ourselves as well so it's always interesting to get a different take on these perspectives and you always come out come at it with a fun and unique angle um, whether it be this show the UDU podcast whatever so i appreciate you taking the time and getting involved thank you guys thank you so much all right on that note chase
Wait, where's my stop recording, buddy? <laughs> this is your show. Your show. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Talk about the cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Talk about the cheese, motherfucker. Go ahead, get your pick you up. Go ahead, get your pick you up. For some of that quality outdoor decor, but you got no freaking idea where to go. Now oh, come on over to Samurai Aquatics and Decor for all your outdoor decor needs. Got yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Delete that. I'm still not ready. Sorry. Get yourself an empty plot of boring virtual real estate in the metaverse, do you? Well, maybe some kind of crappy ramshackle building that, I don't know, needs a bit of extra spunk to it or something. And stop mucking about and get yourself over to Samurai Aquatics Discord to see all our available stock. We've got loads of different decor to spend your pretend money on. We've got saunas to fire you up, an ice bath to chew you the fudge out, literally stock coming out of our ears, grills, swings, seating and more, so much more. And if we don't got it, give us a buzz and we could probably make it. Get yourself on over to Samurai Aquatics at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, Liggety Split and gorge yourself on outdoor decor. <laughs> 